Merry Christmas! Welcome to the Cinema Cult Network's special December Holiday Tacular. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. I like how the name changed, by the way. I just thought of it. Yeah, holiday. Yeah. Our Chris, December okay. Holiday Tacular. Holiday Tacular. It's a playoff October Spookfest. It's nothing like <laughs> that at all. So the whole point of this episode is to talk about our top five holiday films. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert, I don't know if you guys knew that or not. News to me. But let's talk about... I'll how, come up with it as we go. Let's talk about holiday movies in general, how we feel about them. Hanta, let's start off with you. Do you watch a lot of holiday films? I do, around the Christmas time. Thank you. <laughs> Matt, hot take. <laughs> hot take. <laughs> Breaking news, Breaking I watch some Christmas movies. Hot gossip. <laughs> hot gossip. <laughs> Matt, what about you? If do you, you watch, didn't know... Do you watch a um, yeah, I watch a good chunk of Christmas movies. Surprisingly, this year I haven't watched one yet. So that's a lie then. <laughs> yeah, but this has been a weird year, right? Because I will say that I feel like Halloween was like yesterday. I agree. So it even feels strange that uh, when we're recording this right now, Christmas is a week from now. And that's, oh my God. That's crazy. <laughs> like, so um, I haven't watched anything this year, but I, I, I think I've got like a good list of, of, like, of movies that... Um, Core movies that I've watched many Christmases in the past. Okay. All right. I, I myself only have a few that I watch every year, uh, like my two or three staples. Um, I don't watch too many holiday films. Nothing against them. It's just... There's only so many you can watch. Yeah, and it's weird because we watch a lot of horror films, and people will say it's the same movie over and over, but with Christmas films or holiday films in general, I feel like they're usually the same thing over and over. Yeah, yeah. So... Let's talk about, in that aspect, we'll start off with you, Hanzo. What makes a holiday movie a holiday movie? Uh, definitely has to revolve around Christmas, am I right? Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I don't know, I didn't. <laughs> what, like, uh, is there a certain, like, vibe that you it's look gotta, for out of your it, holiday movie? It's gotta like, be... do you want to feel the holidays when you watch a holiday oh, movie? Oh, yeah, it's got to be real festive. It's got to yeah. have Christmas-sized Christmas sweaters. Okay. Okay. Uh, gingerbread houses. Oh, okay. What else What else you got? No, uh, no, this is what you want, not us. <laughs> no, I, gingerbread houses. <laughs> um, no, it's just got to feel like the holiday spirit, and what? it's got to only happen, like, I can only really watch them around this time. Well, let me ask you this, um, Matt, and I want you to answer both these questions. So, I don't want to mention the movie because I feel like everybody mentions this movie, but it's a spe- uh, specific Bruce Willis film. Yeah. Um, that everybody argues is a Christmas film. Mm-hmm. Now, what constitutes as a holiday film? Is it like well, the I setting? Think... Is it the background? What is it? Yeah, and I know which one you're talking about. Death Becomes Her is like the quintessential <laughs> Christmas movie that is it really a Christmas every, movie? everybody references. Um, no, he was talking about oh. North. North. He was talking oh, about North. I was thinking about Jackal. The Jackal? <laughs> oh, the Jackal. The other, the Jackal's the other one, Bruce Willis movie, that everyone brings up around the holidays as it well. It is. It's very true, yeah. Um, I, what was your question? I was too busy <laughs> thinking of a joke. Thinking of Bruce Willis movies. <laughs> yeah, is this our top five uh, favorite Bruce Willis movies it is. around Christmas time? <laughs> so the two questions were, what makes a holiday movie a holiday movie for you? And I guess it's kind of the same question, but like, is it the setting or is it the background that could be holiday, but that's okay. not the main focus of the film? Yes. It, I mean, I am, like, bare bones, it just has to be around Christmas. That's it for me. Yeah, that's you exactly know? what I was trying to say. Like, uh, <laughs> I was trying. so many words. I was trying. <laughs> I, like, it just has to be on Christmas, but I feel that um, watching them, I don't need to feel, like, all warm and gooey inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need that feeling. But if I do get that feeling out of it, you know, a mm. bonus. So you're saying you don't need this, you know, gooey show of emotions. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. What about, what about you then? Same what was question? the question? Oh, okay. <laughs> the one um, that you just asked. <laughs> it's tough because I feel like it can be just a background character in the film, but it has to be, like, prominent, though. It can't just be like, um, it's Christmas. And then nothing's mentioned of it. It has to have like a particular I don't impact know. on the story, the characters. Yeah. And, and I think as we go into our top five, it might be easier to like talk about that. Yeah. So without further ado, 
Let's go ahead and start our top five holiday films. With number one. With n- <laughs> <laughs> So you don't have to watch us anymore. <laughs> Hanto, what's your number five favorite holiday film? So I'm doing something a little bit different because I feel like all of our, our movies would intersect. Okay. And it would intersect with like other top five lists. So and since this year feels kind of like a Twilight Zone episode, I'm picking movies that are kind of like parallels to the movies I would have picked. So the top of the list would be basically called Deadly Games. We watched this together, Chris. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's the equivalent, the parallel to Home Alone. Okay, I haven't watched this, and uh, Joe Bob just covered this on Shudder, and so I was going to watch it then. I I know you weren't a fan, Chris. That was okay. I don't. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I thought it was kind of slow. I thought it was an interesting movie because of how similar it was to Home Alone, and it's an R-rated movie, and it's basically a kid fighting a serial killer in a mansion, basically. Yeah. So... That's my movie. You like it? Yeah. No, I thought it was pretty good. I would recommend it. Um, is it scary? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, no. good. That means I can watch yeah. it. <laughs> no, it's a, yeah. But this movie got, um, or I guess Home Alone actually got uh, crap when it came out because it, the director of this movie, Deadly Games, who's a French director, he basically tried, I think he's either sued or tried suing Chris Columbus for directly stealing the story of uh Deadly Games for Home Alone. Really? Yeah, there yeah. was some kind of controversy over it. But, um, but you like it a lot? You thought it was... Have you watched it since we watched it? No, I haven't. No, no but no. I liked it a lot. I, I thought... I mean, yeah. I would definitely... I think since we still have time left in the month, I think I will actually give it another try. Let me do... Say. Let me do... Let me know... <laughs> do that, and then let me know how it was. <laughs> if it holds up. Because you... But, yeah, so you've only watched it once, right? Because you guys watch it together without me. But it, yeah. it's weird because it's... It was a, one of those cool hangout moments where, like... Uh, you kept calling. Third get, of the Cinema Cult family wasn't it's just like our, It's just like our viewing of uh, Halloween 2018 at the drive-in where you didn't join us. <sighs> I know. I kind of regret... I actually do regret that. Really? Yeah, I actually do regret that. It was fun. Um, uh, but it's interesting because the movie came out in 1989, and then Home Alone was 1990. Like, like directly after this movie yeah. came out, like that's too close. Almost like a carbon copy, where it's like the kid is protecting his house yeah. from a home intruder. In this case, it's a mentally deranged uh, patient who's dressed like Santa Claus, and he's trying to kill this kid. Okay, yeah. So, so cool premise, or it's it's a good premise, but just it's it is very slow. It's a weird that's, movie for sure. Yeah, like, it's yeah. the, the pacing is kind of bizarre. Yeah. I'd watch it. I'd check it out, but. So Matt, what's your uh, your number five? My number five pick. Um, Are you making this up? <laughs> I feel like you. No, I'm just trying to how to how to introduce it. Uh, I wanted to pick a Shane Black movie, and I didn't feel like the. I was wondering. Uh, I was wondering because you can pick any movie from his filmography. Yes, and, and he's got. I mean, I think Last Boy Scout takes place around Christmas. I think it right? is actually Christmas. And then uh, I think the only past... one might be Predators, the the new Predator movie. I don't think that takes place during Christmas. No, it, it takes place during Halloween. Weird. Yeah. But, That's why um, that movie was a box office bomb. We we covered a Shane Black movie on the podcast years ago, right? Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. Long Kiss Goodnight, and that's a Christmas movie. That's for sure Christmas so movie. I so are you picking The Predator? N- yeah, <laughs> for best Halloween movie ever. <laughs> um, so I wanted to pick Kiss Kiss, Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. Okay. Because I love this movie. And, and it's the only one in my list that I'll say if you remove Christmas from it, it doesn't change the movie at all. Yeah. So it's the only one that like it doesn't really ride uh, to the core story, but it's a Christmas movie. Since our our only staple tonight was that our only rule is that it has to take place on Christmas, so it's a Christmas movie. And it's the movie that uh, Doug Robert Down Jr. Uh, it brought him back to life. Yeah, yeah. This is the movie that like right before he did. Iron- this is the movie that got him the Iron Man role. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. It was two thousand. I think you're thinking of Gothica. Gothica was uh. it, somebody watched Gothica and he said, <laughs> "Is he in Gothica?" Yeah, yeah. he's like a main. We character. saw that in theaters. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, but no, I, I think it's just a really fun, like private eye, fi- like neo noir uh, Christmas. It's film. I mean, it's essentially a buddy cop, right? It's a buddy cop movie. Val Kilmer's great in it. Yeah. Oh, he kills it. Um, and Robert Downey Jr. is great in it and Michelle Monaghan's great in it mm. and uh, I haven't watched it in a lo- in so many years now but I'm probably going to put it on this It Christmas. makes you wonder what happened to Shane Black with Predators. You, you know I guess like all of his movies revolve against the, the duo the body the buddy cop movie but I guess maybe there's too many characters in Predators. Maybe that was why it was like a box office. Yeah. It's possible. That movie's also really terrible. Um, the first half's pretty solid. I remember watching it and I was like, what's everybody complaining about? And it's then like rough. 
it's halfway rough through. Because it's like I, I mean, we talk about Shane Black a lot on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and so we like a lot of the movies he's been a part of. And I think we were all really excited about the Predator movie. Oh, I was really excited. We were about to actually pay money for it at TIFF. Yeah, we were. We were going to go see it in And a it was festival. like $26 ticket or something and like then that. You, yeah. And then you bumped into Keegan Michael Key, and he was like, don't go to this movie. Yeah, he's like, don't do it for me. <laughs> uh, Chris, what's your number five? My number five is the Judge Reinhold vehicle Gremlins. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's the main, the <laughs> main like star. Me off. Um, it was a toss-up between this and Nightmare Before Christmas um, because I wanted to put something that was kind of like horror-related into the top five. Um I think I like Nightmare Before Christmas better, but I watch Gremlins more. Hot take. I've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. Really? Mm-hmm. I would like what? to watch that with you then. Really? I yeah. think it's a really good movie. It's, it's a, a solid... Christmas. Okay, that's the one argument I will like have. Ha- Halloween or Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. I feel like it's a Christmas I movie think it's too. a Christmas. It's yeah. got Christmas in the title. Yeah, Halloween yeah. only exists for about like 10, 20 minutes Was in it movie. Halloween Town or something? Or yeah, but they, I mean, the whole thing is like, it's all about a setup for Christmas. So yeah. it's a it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. But the reason I chose Gremlins over Nightmare is, um, I mean, it does have like a nice because it has one of the most depressing stories of all time right? in a movie. Yeah. Um, well, it's weird because like the first like forty five minutes is very Spielbergish. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it gets like really dark and it's kind of violent. And then that dark story that Phoebe Cates tells and um, it just it, it, it's it's cool because it does take such a like flip halfway through and I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah. But I feel like it is very Christmassy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's very yeah. present throughout the movie. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, and uh, it was one of the movies that certified the uh, PG thirteen rating, right? Yeah. It was that in Temple it? of Doom. Yeah. I thought I didn't think uh, I, thought, I, thought was, I thought it was just Poltergeist in Temple of Doom that caught uh, that PG thirteen. I thought there were the three that like or like cause it to be. Yeah, there were I thought Grand Ones too because Grand Ones is PG and it's pretty violent because they're all Spielberg related. I, I think, it, I I think it is. I think it is too. Yeah. So Hanto, what is your number four? So I would have picked um, Scrooged. Okay. So instead, I picked uh, Just Friends. Oh, I didn't oh, even think about shit. that because yeah, I just watched. One, I just I just watched this a few days ago, and this movie is hysterical. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a great movie. So the reason why I picked it is because you got this, uh, you know, this formerly or kind of he had a a friendship at one point, becomes rich and successful, and becomes kind of like a a, a Scrooge, if you will, or Scrooge, you know, and then kind of has to rekindle this this friendship and everything throughout yeah. the the movie, kind of like Bill Murray in Scrooge. So, but uh, I feel like. This movie does capture a. Uh, it takes place around Christmas, home for the holidays. Kind of captures every single aspect of a Christmas movie. It does. It represents the holidays really well, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's, wow. it's uh, if you haven't seen it in a while, I would highly recommend it. There's only like a couple of line deliveries that were kind of like, oh, they can't say that. In this oh, movie. was it dated? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah kind yeah. of like kind of offensive. <laughs> I won't change my number five, but it would have been really close. Like maybe the number six because yeah. I totally forgot about that. The movie's solid. Yeah. 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 What about yeah. you, Matt? What's your number four? Um, real quick though, just friends. I completely forgot about that when I was making my list. Yeah. So I was thinking of honorable mentions, which we'll talk, we'll get to, I'm sure. But like I. Just that one was completely gone from my like my memory. But that's a great Christmas movie, and yeah. it's a, like because it's New Year's too, right? So it's a holiday movie. Uh, is it New Year's? I want to say like the end toward, of it takes place. Maybe on towards New Year's, the right? end, yeah. Maybe towards the. I, I can't know. remember. I, I can't remember either. I just watched a few days ago. I can't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 it's my number four. <laughs> I love it. Uh, my number four is. I'm gonna have to go with Scrooged. Okay. Yeah, we covered. Matt, it last I'm not year gonna lie. As you say these, I feel like you're just winging it. You're like, uh. No, it's honestly <laughs> calculating. There's the okay. There's the five. Yeah. And then it's like the there's a couple of them that have been dancing around in positions, and I'm like, Scrooge was actually like at a two spot, and we watched it last year for the podcast, and I've seen Scrooge. It was last year. How many it? damn times? What did we do life? last year? Home Alone two and Scrooge. I or no, so. Black Christmas. I think we did all three of those actually. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't did even we know do time Black Christmas? We didn't do Black Christmas last year. I thought that was the year before. It may have been two years ago. Yeah, because I think that was a dark house. Home Alone two and Black Christmas for uh, two years ago, and then I think it was Scrooge last year. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, Scrooge is good. Yeah, no, it's. It, it, I mean, like, go back to the episode. I I love that movie. I've watched it so many times. It was one of the ones that like, uh, it was a staple Christmas movie that I we watched or we watched with our dad growing up. 
and uh, the, the speech at the end makes it. It's one of those, that is right there. That is one of those Christmas warm belly moments where you're like, oh, that makes me feel great. Yeah. And it's a very good like, ending. It's Christmas time. I want to go out and hug people. Yeah. You know, strangers, not this year. Strangers not this in the year. Stores. And, uh, not this year. And do some uh, cartwheels in the snow like Tiny Tim, right? Exactly. <laughs> God bless us. I forget something, little man. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, and honestly, and I'll say this it is the best rendition of the Christmas Carol. Because a Christmas Carol, to its core, uh, is a horror story. It is about a guy. Oh, there's some terrifying moments. In yes, movie. it's about a, this whole story is about a. It's about scaring this um, this uh, this rude dude into goodwill <laughs> using uh, ghosts. Yeah, yeah. So it's a horror story to yeah. its core, and Scrooge is the only one that really kind of like it, uh, it. It bends on that more than any of the other Christmas Carol stories. Right, right. It really just goes for it. No, yeah, that's fair. Uh, and Bill Murray is the only part in that movie too that kind of like he, it's a perfect balance where the horror of, of it's really scary. Um, like you can but balance Bill the Murray, comedy and yeah, the, uh, but Bill Murray makes it kind of like like levitate joyful. Or like a, yeah. So it's like it's like a perfect balance for it to like kind of get away with being as dark as it is. Right, sir. Chris, what's your number four? My number four, and I feel like this movie wouldn't be the same if it didn't have the holiday back theme to it. But and I'm not just choosing this just to be like different. But I feel like Batman Returns would be in my top okay. five. That's I'm my. Not, I am not surprised by that. Really? Yeah. Because okay. I know this you a, love that movie. This I think is a previous episode. A long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah. I love Batman Returns. I I love the way it looks. I love. I mean, it does have its flaws for sure. Um, but I feel like the way it's such a it's such a dark movie with such a bright theme in the background. Yeah. And then like the way the snow counteracts with like how dark he is. I don't know. Everything just looks really good. In that I movie. need to give yeah. this another viewing. I actually probably haven't watched it since we did it for the podcast, which is like four, four or five years four ago. Four or five years ago. Yeah, it was an early one. But I remember not liking it. I think it's because I um uh, like Batman wasn't in the movie. Oh, much. he is, or oh. uh, Bruce Wayne. Was no, Bruce I'm, Wayne? I'm, no, you're right because, like, honestly, like we it's talked one, about. It's this. one or the other. It's like there's a lack of of Batman. Yeah, Batman. Yeah, because on the soundtrack, like we we bought the LP. Um, the, there's a track called "Where's Batman." Yeah, like <laughs> where the hell's Batman? He's in the title. <laughs> no, like, uh, like I was listening through the soundtrack and like. I was like, man, they really don't play the Batman theme very much in this oh. movie. It's really like Penguin and Catwoman heavy. Because even and in the opening credits, um, when they do like the the main title sequence, it's not even falling like Batman. It's falling the Penguin as he's going through the sewer sewer system and everything. So it's not even like a focus on Batman, yeah. which the movie is called. Yeah, yeah. I uh, it's it, what bums me out about Batman Returns is that there is no third. Tim Burton Batman movie, right? Because I feel like I would incomplete. really like Batman Returns if there was that third Billy D. Williams, Two Face, Tim Burton God, Batman. They should have movie. brought him back, you know, and they should have done another Tim Burton. So it's kind of a bummer for me when I watch Batman Returns and I'm like, I will say this: Batman ha- doesn't look as cool as in any other movie, but Batman Returns. Like, he does look he looks awesome in this movie. The, the yeah. freshest in Batman, and Returns. I think that's part of it is with that. That snowy background against yeah, his his shadowy look, like it's it really works well in this movie. Yeah, but I wouldn't have it any other way because I think Batman Forever is a great film as well. And it's also a great episode. It is a great episode. Uh, <laughs> side note: uh, there's that extended Batman Forever version that apparently, like somebody, t- uh, like I saw uh, that Warner I Brothers. saw a leak of the alternate opening sequence opening. Uh, oh, cool! Uh, where I guess it's like going to Two Face. Two Face breaks out of asylum or yeah, something, like that. something yeah. like that. I can't remember who the actor is, but there's somebody playing. Some um, like orderly or whatever that finds oh, okay. him escaped or whatever. Okay, but it's like an alternate or deleted. I heard it's supposed to go more into his like it's supposed to go more into Batman psychology, Bruce Wayne psychology. It's supposed and, to be a pretty dark movie with all that yeah, extra stuff. But they oh. took all that stuff out okay. for running time. I think yeah. it's like a four-hour version. Or it something. is. It's like th- over three hours for yeah. sure. But Hanto, what is your number three? So in place of uh, it's a wonderful life, you know somebody experiencing another side of uh, a different world or a different life, you know. I picked uh, Trading Places. <laughs> I said train spotting for some <laughs> reason. Train spotting. <laughs> uh, lust for life. <laughs> uh, trading Places is a solid pick. It's very, yeah. very funny, and I I love this uh, movie. It's, um, uh, who directed it again? <laughs> um, uh, Landis. Landis. Yeah, John, John Landis. Landis, yeah. It's like, uh, if Twilight Zone never happened, it would be great to reflect on, but... 
that whole that whole story that nightmare uh, of Twilight Zone kind of ruins the movie for me. You think so? I think so. His whole filmography, man, is ruined because of Twilight Zone. You think He's so, really? got. Uh, did you ever see the Jeff Goldblum movie Into the Night? Mm-mm. No, please explain. Okay. So it's the movie that John Lannis made right after Twilight Zone, and this is kind of going off of what you're saying, like uh, knowing what you know off what happened on Twilight Zone and watching his movies after the Twilight Zone. After. Yeah, and this one's directly after, and it's got this like strange like uh, vibe to it where it seems like it should be fun or funny, and it's like really kind of unintentionally is it like dark and hateful violent. Or like hateful? Well just like the death scenes are like really kind of like people die and like really kinda they die very like um uh crudely like and, morbid. Is it like, and, like uh, a like, lot of people die in is it? Is it like zombie like zombie like uh Italian giallo? No, like? no no no. It's just it, it's kind of like a hitch it's like his like Hitchcock movie if he was gonna okay. make a Hitchcock movie. Oh, okay. But he's actually in it too, surprisingly. Hitchcock is? Yeah. Hitchcock's in. Oh, I thought, I was like, what? No, John Landis <laughs> is in it as well. Okay, and uh, but it's just like one of these like intentionally dark movies, and just knowing his history with Twilight Zone and then right. making this, like you could tell some of the psychology kind of carried over from what happened there. That he's like. So you're saying it's the best Christmas movie you've ever seen? Yeah, that's my number three pick. <laughs> 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 that's what I was getting at. The long way around, <laughs> short way. That's my number and, three. And Trading Places is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Thank but you, Hans. No, no, my, fav- my favorite number three. But we did. Now we did Beverly Hills Cop three, right? We, we have first yeah. year. That um, is like episode eight, I think. I don't. I didn't feel that way when I was watching Beverly Hills Cop three. Uh, yeah, neither did I. No, because he. I think it was him trying to forget about Twilight Zone. And coming to America is post. Is it really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think America it is. Eighty eight. Yeah. How did anybody let him work after Twilight Zone? Well, uh, <laughs> I spilled coffee all over myself. Um, I don't know. That's a tough question. I but I think Eddie Murphy wanted him on Coming to America because of his work with Trading Places. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Great Christmas movie. My favorite number three. Uh, thank you, Hanto, for your number three <laughs> favorite Jeff Goldblum movie. I'm gonna edit all that out. <laughs> Matt, what's your number three? Uh my number three is uh Bob Clark classic Christmas story. Oh, nice. Matt looked at me like he might have gone the other way. He's like, Bob Clark classic, Silent Night, <laughs> Christmas. Black <laughs> Christmas, yeah. yeah. Christmas Story. Uh, man, there. what is not great about this movie? They this air like... it for 24 hours on TBS every year. Um, and it's uh, it's just a fantastic movie. I think it, it gets that Christmas vibe, like, right. Now, I don't get, like, I don't walk away feeling like, oh, I love Christmas. Right. But it, it, it really uh, encapsulates that feeling a of lot being of, a kid There's on a lot Christmas. of iconic moments in the movie. Yeah. And it's just about the only thing I'm looking forward to for the rest of this year. This movie is not for me. Um, really? Really. I like it. I don't see the hype. Um. I take it back. I okay. I love it. <laughs> oh wait a minute! I love this movie. That's my number one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, I like Christmas Story, but it's like Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit. Like if I never saw it's, it again, oh, I'd be okay. It's, wow. like a, it's like a pop yeah. song. You're like, yeah. I mean, people, I just, people love it, but and it's good, and it's it's a really good movie. But if I never saw it again, I'd be okay. Yeah. So um, That's interesting. I, but, I can I can honestly I can like I can appreciate that. But it's a well-made like, movie. It is it is. I can, a, only, I can respect I can that. only watch this on Christmas Eve and Christmas. I can't like you know early in the December. Like or early in December. Yeah. No, it's got to be on Christmas Eve or Christmas. Like yeah. it's the only time. Well, I've ever watched let me it. let me ask you guys this question then: How many off the top of your head? How many movies can you think of that are Christmas related that are about kids? Because like honestly, <laughs> she said it was like bloop bloop. I mean, outside of Home Alone, Home Alone's the obvious one. Home Alone 2. Oh, we're not going down that route. Home Alone, Home Alone 3. Home Alone 4. I mean, Santa Claus. Miracle, not really. Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, Miracle on 30. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. original. Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, That's our- Polar Express. <laughs> Polar Express, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's um, our Clint Howard. Because yeah. I feel like all of our top five. Ice Cream Man? Like, <laughs> yeah, ice Cream Man. <laughs> like all of our top fives are going to be very like adult-oriented Christmas movies. Not, I think that's true. Not like in theme, but like uh, the adults kind of run these Christmas movies. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah, it's fair. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I would say it's like, uh, I, I think I like it 
for that reason that it's like you know what it is a straight narrative main character from a is kid's a perspective child yeah yes yeah and it is like and it is like to its core i think it encapsulates like all the disappointments of christmas of not getting that gift yeah. you know <laughs> and honestly it, there's like there's kind of like no lesson in it when you get done watching it you're like what's the lesson like oh you just Shot his eye out, and that's yeah, it. It's like what, he still it, loves his BB gun. It's like, what the adults have been saying almost the entire movie. Yeah, it happens, but it it does, and it's like, but he doesn't learn any like major lesson from it. It's not like no, he just it's just yeah. a Christmas story. Yeah, it's a simple Christmas. It's a simple story. Christmas story. <laughs> Chris, you're number three. Um, before I say mine real quick, I do want to let the listeners know that if you're listening to the podcast, not watching the episode that we're filming, um, we are outside and it is cold, and we're surrounded by a fire. With coffee, so I just want to paint a picture oh, for you. That coffee isn't coffee; it's iced coffee now. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. Ice. I was so bummed. I just poured it, and I was like, "Here we go. This is what's going to warm me up for the la- <laughs> for the second half." And it is ice no. cold. I, I drank mine a long time ago. But we're sitting here in Christmas sweaters and hats, and uh, just actually check out the episode, and you'll get to see what I'm describing. Hanto's not wearing pants. It's weird. Tune in. <laughs> That's why we framed it above the waist. <laughs> uh, my number three is Love Actually. I uh, still have never seen this movie. Really? Yeah. Love Actually is a very, very not not even just like holiday holidays aside, very well made movie. And I get that reaction almost every single really? time. Yeah. It's awesome because it's like eight or nine like stories that interweave, and each story or is very interesting. Like they, I'm entertained throughout every story. They connect at the end, or so, uh, or is it just kind of like there's uh, a couple that kind of connect, but they they all interweave somehow. Well, okay. you really dig anthology movies. I noticed I about do. you. Like yeah. anthologies in general, because like I feel like as far as conversations we had growing up as brothers and on the podcast, you've really like pushed like, oh, I like Twilight Zone, Tales from the Crypt, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, yeah, I guess I do. You know, yeah. I like Creep Show. I like this, and Love Actually is the only. Uh, it's one of the few anthology movies to go outside of the horror realm. Yeah, that's true. That's actually a really good point. I never really thought about it that way before. Yeah. Um, what is that about? What is it about anthology movies that you dig? I, even with reading, I prefer short story collections. I don't know. Maybe it's my attention span, but I like the get to the point. We don't have a lot of time. Um, get to the next story. Yeah, the yeah. story might be thirty pages long. We don't have much time, and I, I kind of like that because yeah. it puts like the writer or the anthology or whatever in a like. Okay, we got to sell the story quick. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you can make a, a story out of three hours, but you're not going to sell it if it's dragging. You might lose audience members, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know exactly. That might be it. But as far as Love Actually is concerned, uh, the cast is solid. Um, it's a very warm feeling movie. It's I, a. Is it a um, like a British movie or like UK? It's the or? same director who did uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral, I believe. Okay. I, I'm and pretty about sure. Time, right? Did yeah, you and about time? time. I still yeah. need to see that movie too. Who? I'll right? watch it with you, and we will cry together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My wife bought that movie, and uh, she's always wanted to watch it with me. And I just, man, I like, I want to. It's a really good movie, but it is, it'll crush you. I think me and Matt watched it randomly one day together, and spoiler alert, together, and <laughs> like yeah. two thirds of the way in, we just started crying, and we we're like. Where did that come from? Like it was, it's yeah, a you're not movie. crying, I'm crying. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so my number three is Love Actually. Hanto, what is your number two? So in place of, I know we tried to avoid Die Hard, but there's another Christmas movie that we actually covered uh, at some point in this show's history. Uh, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Nah. So the counterpart, you know, finding investigating a murdered woman in yeah. Los Angeles. I picked L.A. Confidential. Which also takes place oh, during Christmas. Man. Okay. Okay. Surprise okay. pick. All I right. need you to do me a favor. Cool. I didn't even think about that. Watch the spoilers because I've always wanted to oh, watch. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, oh you're good. It's, I, I it's, couldn't. It's awesome. I heard it's awesome. I can't Spoiler find it anywhere. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I said, don't it's tell pretty, me. Dude, it's a pretty cool movie. The, and I'm like, I'm in a in a weird like category. I'm in a weird um category with this movie. But I'm like one of the few who don't like it because of the uh, action sequence at the end of this film. Oh, I love it. Because I don't think it fits. It's weird <laughs> because it's like a very like it's a very like a uh, mystery cop movie, yeah, yeah. And then you get like this kind of action sequence at the end, and I'm like, it. It's, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not yeah. like it's like this is a stupid movie. It not, just doesn't fit. It just for me, it was like it was kind of like the flow of the, the movie person. kind of does like a complete 180 by these like the ending okay. sequence. It's like, very noirish, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, totally. And cool you got movie, and man. you got like three different perspectives. You got Guy Pierce as like the new up and coming like police detective. Yeah. Okay. You got Kevin Spacey as the vice, like vice detective who uh, 
like goes after Hollywood celebrities, and then you got Russell Crowe, who's kind of like a bruiser who chair, chair, who, <laughs> who explodes a chair at some point. Yeah, chair crushing Russell Crowe blows up a chair <laughs> by basically he's gripping a chair, okay. and then it's like an interrogation, and then he gets so angry. That just like basically crumples. Is it goofy? Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah, the scene is like somebody like they uh, they ask him what his lunch order is, and then somebody goes out and gets it, and they bring it back, and they mess up his lunch. I asked for wheat. Yeah, and he just breaks the chair. Yeah, it's is crazy. this real? Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I like confidential. Um, confidential. Check it out. But I it has the girl from Eight Mile in it, doesn't it? Kim Basinger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The girl from <laughs> Eight Mile. <laughs> I love this this game you're playing tonight, where it's like. <laughs> I would love to hear your like Oscar introductions. Where, I would like, just love to hear like come a, out and they're like like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon. He just describes who they are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, LA Confidential. If you haven't seen it, I, I highly recommend it. It, it is, on my it list. is kind of awesome. Okay. Cool. So. All right, Matt. What is your number two? Who wants to guess my number two? Um, LA Confidential. I don't know. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> no, just guess it. Like I feel like you you Home had, Alone. No, it's not Home Alone. Home Alone 2? Home Alone. Why would you get upset? You told me to guess it. I okay. did, and then you knocked me for Guess it. more. <laughs> guess better. Guess more, guess better. Uh, what What year? I mean, what decade? Uh, 70s. Black Christmas. Yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. I love, love, love Black Christmas. It is such a fantastically made film. Uh, not it only is, for my love of slasher films. Yeah. But it is just it is so creepy. Yeah. And it, it like just like Bob Clark's other movie, Christmas Story. Uh, as <laughs> Christmas, was, was, comma, story. <laughs> comma, story. My third pick. Christmas Story. I was talking like Christopher Walken. It's like there. slam poetry. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Story. Christmas. <laughs> black Christmas. <laughs> A black Christmas story. <laughs> Scary movie. <laughs> Not the comedy. Um, but like it just, it nails like that feel. Yeah. Of like what Christmas looks like and sounds like and feels like, but it, it it and like adding the horror elements to it and it's a it's a creepy. movie. I will say this movie is terrifying. Yes, like if, if I was a sorority girl, this movie would scare the heck out of me. Oh, for sure. Well, I remember when I first watched it, that was boring. Yeah, and then the okay. second time I watched it, it was still kind of boring. But then the third time, I was like, I don't like this movie. Then the fourth time I watched it, and I was like, I okay, it's not bad. The fifth time, I didn't like it. But then really? the sixth time when we did it for the podcast, I was like, eh, it's not that good. <laughs> but This is surprising. <laughs> yeah, it's a roller coaster. Now, I've only seen this twice. First time, I was like, eh. And then the second time when we did it for the podcast, I really enjoyed it. Um, this is like one of the only times for the podcast, because usually like in the beginning, and I've been going back through the back catalog, yeah. but like I would watch the movie a couple times. This is like one of the only times I've watched a movie in preparation for an episode like four times. Really? Yeah, I enjoyed this movie uh, when we covered it. Okay. And I think I'll probably watch it before the end of this year. Well, when did we do it last? Was it? I think it was actually two years ago. Was it two years ago? So I haven't watched it in two years. I recently picked up the Shout Factory Blu-ray they put out. So I haven't watched it yet for this holiday season. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Spoiler alert, it's not in my top five. Um, But I kind of wish I would have watched it before... before we did this, because I think it might have cracked my top five. Yeah, it's just, it, like, a lot of what I did with my list is, uh, is what movies have I watched the most around Christmas? Yeah. Uh, Black Christmas is one. Uh, it's probably the most recent one on my list where I started watching about five or six years ago, six years ago, and I've watched it every single Christmas. It just, I don't know, it's like the one, it's one of the newest Christmas movies where it just puts me in the mood I, for Christmas, but it just, I think that, 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 uh, that, uh, that strange balance of horror and the jolly time of the year yeah. is just eerie. Yeah, I haven't watched unsettling. this movie since we covered for the the podcast. Definitely gonna watch it, but that has one of the most haunting endings I've ever seen in a movie. I don't yeah. remember, so I'm kind of excited. It okay. is haunting. Okay, yes. All right, I'll let I'll let you borrow my copy if you need it. Thank oh you. yeah, and You're I welcome. just bought I just bought it, and maybe the, I can borrow yours, and then release? I can do like a duel, like start both yeah, at the same time the table. and just watch it. <laughs> Um, but like it, that that Blu-ray is packed with special features. Oh, really? Great. Yeah. Is there like a lot of like featurettes or like history behind the scenes or something? Or? Yeah, it's got a whole like. I mean, it's got a ton of like stuff on it. Cool. Like I haven't even gotten to like. I just started digging through it today, nice. and I haven't gotten through all of it. So who uh, remind me? Who did you say like put it out? Shout Factory. Shout Factory. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Chris, your number two. Two. My number two is Tim Allen's The Santa Claus, another Judge Reinhold vehicle. <laughs> 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 Yeah, your, your, um, your theme for this month or for the Christmas right? is <laughs> um, Very judgy Christmas. Dude, Santa Claus is an <laughs> awesome movie. 
I, I've never seen dude, it's any, a, I don't think is. I've seen any of those movies. What, the, they're all, actually all three of them are pretty good. Yeah. But that first one, man, is it's a solid holiday. Th- I mean, it's funny. Like, I really, like, it's like legit laughs. Yeah. Um, but then again, I, I always liked Home Improvement. I like Galaxy Quest, stuff like that. I mean, I, I like Tim Allen's awesome. humor. Or, I mean, back in, like, the 90s and stuff like right, that. Right. So, um, but, yeah, I think that's one I watch every year, and it doesn't get old. It's very fresh every time I watch Maybe it. I wish I had this to the queue for before this end, uh, yeah, the it, year's end. Dude, honestly, it is a legit Christmas movie where it's like uh, – it's a so you, do, I was, you were kind of quiet. I was afraid that you didn't. No, agree. I really, really like Santa Claus. And, uh, and it's – I mean, it's ma- it's basically what makes it Tim Allen. What's it's, the – uh, home improvement. I don't care about spoilers, but what's, like, the peril – of the movie, like, like what's the story? Well, like what's the uh, oh. like what's it like? What's he trying to do? Well, basically, he he kills Santa. Claus. He kills Santa, oh, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, then he has to become Santa Claus. But yeah. it's like him slowly transforming. Yeah, okay. and there's a like, lot of over good the year, and it's like he's basically get, like gearing up, and then everyone thinks he's crazy because he's like, yeah, I'm Santa Claus, and everyone's like, he's he's nuts. So in a way, it's kind of like reverse thinner. Where it's like he's getting yeah. bigger. Yep, and that's how yeah. they promoted it, Hanto. Is it yeah. really? That's exactly that's how what they says promoted it. It says reverse thinner. Wow, <laughs> nice. And then it says by no one. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Said no one. Said no one. <laughs> <laughs> Said Hanto in 25 years. <laughs> I love that. I am mm. on board for this. I, I, dude, I gotta follow your like, your Letterboxd account where it's oh, just, I'm like, definitely gonna review it. It's like the review from the movie. Like this is like a reverse spinner. <laughs> <laughs> Four stars. Hato <laughs> says, check it out. <laughs> I like that. I'm not gonna steal from Joe Bob, but that's okay. good. Yeah. All right. So before we all say our number one, um, I would like to say a few of our. Uh, what's the word I'm looking Honorable for? Mentions. Honorable mentions. Oh, Thank yeah. you. I don't um, know if I have alcohol any. is kicking Or just like in. one and two that didn't really click on or uh, jump onto the top five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say. Words. Onto what would you uh, would you exclude that almost cracked a top five? Uh, come back to me because okay. I I didn't think about this one. That's fine, Matt. You got anything that you were kind of hesitant to put on there? I okay. I really do love Die Hard. Yeah, but this is gonna be a hot take. I think Die Hard with the Vengeance is better than Die Hard. So I, I agree. include Die Hard on my top that five. That is not a hot cake because I agree with you. <laughs> it is hot cakes. Hot uh, cakes. Dub- uh, I guess double hot take. I also agree. Do you? That, yeah. yeah. I think right? three is awesome. I think Die Hard with the Vengeance Buddy, is way better. It's, it's a, I'm sorry, not way better. It's like if Die Hard's a 9.8, uh, Die Hard with the Vengeance is like a 10. Do you think it would have been better if they had like 15. Reginald Bell Johnson as the buddy in three? No. No? I don't think no. so. Oh, man. <laughs> Guys. So are we all on agreement that Die Hard 3 would have cracked our top five Christmas movies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I our, agree. Actually, our top five summer movies. So Matt, summer jams. That is a hot movie. That's a hot cake. <laughs> did anybody have anything that did not crack their top five? <laughs> I honestly can't think, uh, since I've been doing this like parallel list, yeah, I yeah. don't really... Don't really have anything. Okay. Oh, uh, there's. I mean, there's some older ones like uh, Shop Around the Corner is one of my favorite Christmas movies. That didn't make my top five. Uh, Edward Scissorhands is pretty decent, but I always that feel like Edward Scissorhands good. doesn't count. We talked about this on the podcast, right? Because yeah, we it's did. like, I mean, Christmas. I only said it sh- is a Christmas movie, but it only shows up for like what the last yeah. fifteen minutes of that movie. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it again and let you know. Like, I don't know. got thirty-five movies to watch. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, I added to the queue for the for the end of the year. I'm trying to. Th- I mean, like honestly, I, it's, like it's tough to come with it, like come out with like a list on the spot because yeah, so many movies out there. There are some wanna, hard ones. I don't want to. I don't like, want to name the ones that would be on a list. Santa Claus sure. and Home Alone. Those would be two that were like Home Alone they don't was my top five, but they're they're in like a, four star movies. In a realistic list that I would make, Home Alone would probably be number one. Okay, uh, but like I don't want to say it because yeah, but it, you just did. Well, yeah, um, but honestly, and I will say this: I enjoy so far your guys' uh, top fours. I enjoy like this because I feel like every time I see a top five, it's like. Home Alone, uh, Die Hard, exactly. White I, Christmas. That's yeah. why. And that's why uh, I didn't want to pick this list because like, Vegas Vacation, uh, <laughs> which is the better one. Let's be honest. Everybody guys. loves Vegas. Well, there you go. Uh, Runner up would probably be like uh, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, that's one I didn't really grow up with. So I watched it like off and on, but I recently revisited it, like in the last couple of years. And I, I did, really enjoyed it. I liked it too. I didn't love it like everybody else did, but yeah. I there's a lot of memorable quotes in there. <laughs> what? Would you laugh? <laughs> 
I heard it too. You sound so cold right now. I got now. the shivers. <laughs> I you like you're like rattling. I feel like you're like being electrocuted in your chair. Yeah, that sounds like a good movie. I would add to my list. See, that's the thing. I can turn off. It's off. Oh, good. Dude, good on you. Yeah, right? So Home Alone, I would say Owen's cracked. Lethal Weapon. Yeah. And then um, Black Christmas and Krampus, I wanted to put in there. I haven't seen Krampus since we did it for the now. See, I haven't either. I haven't either. So I recently purchased it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll do a follow-up video to this video Okay. um, called, hey... (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I'll give my review on Krampus. Okay. So, all right, at that point, we're going to go around, talk about our top five. Start with your number five, leading up to your number one reveal. Hanto, you start. Uh, number five is Deadly Games. Uh, number four is Just Friends. Number three is Trading Places. Number two is LA Confidential. Number one uh, would be, like, the counterpart to uh, Christmas Story would be Black Christmas. Oh, <laughs> because it's directed, wow. directed by Bob Clark. Dude, I love your list. Thank you. I'm like all about. I feel like I'm like legitly re- like reacting to your list. Chris, your list sucks, dude. What's going on this year? <laughs> Wait, <man>? what? Not <laughs> <laughs> just got all the surprise picks. What the oh, hell, yeah. man? I uh, want, no, I legitimately wanted would to try you just something? walk the DVD aisle at Walmart this afternoon. You're like that one, that one, that one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever they hit on sale. Is <laughs> 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 it as a five pack that you bought? These are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. Well, yeah, no, I legitimately wanted to try something different because obviously our, our if I would have picked the movies I would have picked, they would have for sure intersected and it would have been a boring list because we're saying the same stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it would have been on every, any other list that you see on the internet yeah. or whatever. So I wanted to try something different, pick the parallels because 2020 is essentially like a Twilight Zone episode. So I picked a Twilight Zone equivalent of a Christmas list, basically. Okay. Not your traditional your, your Christmas. Anti, your yeah, your dark matter really, Christmas. I list. mean, it's not really like a dark matter because they're all Christmas movies, essentially. Okay, so what do you like about BC? <laughs> oh, it's Black Christmas. British Columbia. Yeah. I love Canada. That's what we're doing it on this show. Black Christmas. Go ahead, BC. We've already talked about it. We talked about it on your when you talked about it. Why don't you just put, you? Hey, why don't you just put your phone in the mic and play the original episode? Oh, just replay. <laughs> just, yeah, just rewind, uh, rewind. several minutes. Uh, no, I think this is a fantastic uh, uh, serial killer movie, slasher movie. I think it's not talked about enough, and it is definitely a precursor to the slasher genre. I mean, basically it came before uh, Halloween, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be Halloween was supposed to be a sequel to it because it's supposed to be your holiday themed, like a um, like anthology, right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, cut, yeah. So Bob Clark, I was watching an interview with him today. Uh, me and him are on the phone, even though he's been uh, gone Aww. for a couple years now. Wait, BC? Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> um, no, he, he. I was watching an interview with him, and he said he talked to Carpenter about this. And Carpenter's like, "Would you want to make a sequel to Black Christmas?" And he's like, "I." He's like, "No." He's like, "Black Christmas is my last horror movie I'm ever gonna make." He's like, "But if I was gonna make a, uh, a sequel, I'd have it take place at the sorority again, and it would be the same. Uh, it would be a not se- again. It, it'd be a stalker." And I would have it take place on a different holiday, and it'd be called Halloween. Wow! So then Carpenter basically was like, "That's where John, that's the story where John Carpenter kind of got Halloween from." Okay. Which is, I mean, it's close, but it's not like he yeah. didn't exactly rip Bob Clark off. But right. they did. It sounds like they had the conversation together. Yeah. For a second, as you were telling that story, I thought it almost sounded like a drunken history. It's like, <laughs> and then like Bob Clark called him and said, "Hey man, I got this movie for hey, you," man. and John Carpenter's like. Yeah, I would do that movie. And he said, well, then come on over. And you're like, come on over, please. <laughs> oh, that's the celebrity guest that's on that episode of Drunk oh, Street. Was BC Goldwaith. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Chris. No, you. Me? No, it's you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go through your top five. Descending order from five to one. Number one. <laughs> Number five. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Copy. Number four was Scrooged. Okay. Number three was A Christmas Story. With Jeff Goldblum. Number two was BC. Okay. Man, you got a Num- couple of BC movies on there. That's true. Number one, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, wow. Yep. I, I got to go that. stereotype yeah. here. Got to go stereotype yeah. here. Uh, it is like the one of the movies that makes me just like like guttural like cry at the end. I think it's a fantastic movie. I find it like... Unfortunately, like the day and age we live is that it's it like older movies are kind of an acquired taste. Oh yeah. yeah uh yeah. I mean you can see like movies that like I mean if you're going from nineteen seventy under, you're like a lot of the movies you'll hear is like, Oh, Wizard of Oz gets talked about a lot. Citizen Kane gets talked about. 
White Christmas. Like, there's a lot of the core ones, and like, but like, how effective they are. And and It's a Wonderful Life is an extremely effective movie. Where like it, you gotta be like stone cold to watch that movie and not feel anything. Yeah, and it's it's just it just it's great. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it. I've seen it once and it was a long time ago. I don't really remember. I mean, I remember liking it, but it definitely oh, needs man, a you rewatch. Gotta watch it again, and it it really captures like Frank Frank Capper really gets that Christmas feeling like right with the snow, like the snow just looks perfect in it. And it's something that's copied in like Gremlins mm-hmm. and it's copied in like Black Christmas and A Christmas Story. Like, they all kind of, like, took what Capper was able to do with Christmas and then It's a Wonderful Life. And then, yeah. like, that's what Christmas is the supposed to be. The snowy environment, you yes. know. Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing I'm going to say to this movie is going to do it as much justice as it's already uh, had so far in its <clears throat> history. Mm-hmm. It's just a great movie. So, yeah, it's number okay. one. It's, I'll rewatch it. It is uh, indestructible. Okay. Oh, nice. Ooh, good word. Yeah, that was good. Nice. Yeah. Chris, um, go ahead. Starting number five, Gremlins. Number four was Batman Returns. Number three was Love Actually. Number two is Santa Claus, and then number one, Scrooged. Um, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, everything we said on the you know the original <laughs> podcast when we did this, um, it blends horror and Christmas very well. The ending's solid. Uh, the casting's great. Um, I think because it's a Richard Donner film, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And <clears throat> I just think everybody on board just does a really great job. Um, I know Bill Murray's talked about his distaste for this movie, but I feel like Bill Murray has said things and then he gone said that back for later all on. Of his movies. Well, and I think later on he's gone back and been like, "Yeah, I don't know why I said that." Yeah. So I don't know how he feels about it now, but Scrooge is solid. I, I don't agree. know why that movie does not get the praise that it deserves. Right? It's like, kind of bizarre. I feel like it should be a bigger Christmas movie, but <laughs> yeah. it's not. Um, and you got a uh, Danny Elfman score, right? Yeah, it's like Tim. And you say Richard Donner, but it's like basically Tim Burton. It does feel like a Tim. Burton it feels movie. like a Tim Burton yeah. movie. Yeah, um, because of the Elfman score. But like, uh, I so that's I'll say like I like about your list. You seem to bounce back and forth between the the horror and like more heartwarming stuff. Yeah, it was weird because I wanted to put like some it's weird kind that of like Batman Returns is next to Santa Claus and like it is when you love put it actually that way. and Scrooge and. Yeah, what an odd list when you put yeah, it Yeah, but way. I like that, though, because it's like, I feel like that's the kind of, the that's the cool thing about, like, that's mendable about the Christmas holiday, is you can do something that's, like, horrific and scary and do the, the heartwarming stuff. Something you can't do with Halloween movies, obviously. They all have to be kind of scary or that's good. Yeah, charming. that's true. Um, but, yeah, so I, I like that about your list. Oh, I appreciate it. And I'm it. also kind of going back because I feel like I got a little mean on your list with that joke during the Christmas holiday. What was the joke? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I can't even remember. <laughs> Water <laughs> under the bridge. I, I think you called it trash. <laughs> Presents under the Christmas tree. Oh, you said my trash list. That's yeah, your mean. trash list. Um, no, uh, guys, honestly, these top five lists are pretty solid. Like, I was yeah. pretty, I was pretty happy with. Yeah, my, it's nice yeah. to hear some. I'm glad Home Alone wasn't on anybody's list, but it is a really good movie. Yeah, it's, it's a it's great really good. movie. Yeah, I just watched it yesterday. Yeah, fantastic movie. But I'm glad it wasn't on there because it's like or Die Hard because those are the ones we just we hear talked about so often. Yeah. And I feel like, and that was one thing is I didn't want to pick a list just to be different. Um, but I feel happy about everything they already picked and without trying to be cool or hip or anything like yeah, that. No, yeah. No, it's a solid list. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's going to do it for our December holiday tacular, um, brought to you by us. The name Cinecult. might change, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, but no, thank you everybody for watching, for listening. Um, we are on a new platform. Hanto, take the lead for a second. We got ourselves on to, uh, uh, we changed from SoundCloud to Anchor FM. And this uh, platform, or I guess hosting site, automatically distributes it to several different platforms. So now we're on Spotify. Which is a big deal for us. We're big very league. excited. Spotify, guys. Yeah. And we're there. Big League Chew. We're there. Yeah, the big league chill, big league chill. That's where so, we're there. So, as of when this episode comes out, all all the other episodes might not be there yet. But just it's a process. Hang tight because I got to go through every episode and do slight edits to everything because of how they downloaded. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's annoying, but I'm just happy that it's on. It's back up. If but I have I, to give you a holiday gift this year, it would be a thank you for uploading these to Spotify. Yeah. Nothing that was money related, but just a thank you. You guys, thank you. I like doing this. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's going to wrap up uh, this episode. Um, you can, if you have any requests, Honto, what do we got? Hit us on Facebook. You can email us. Uh, Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, we got Spotify, Facebook. Um, where else? We got Google Play. We're still on iTunes, correct? I think so. Yeah, but it okay. it pops up on two different shows for some reason. But just check out for the new logo. Uh, yes, yes. Like and subscribe. We're also on YouTube. We've got videos going up there. Um, yeah, this will be up on YouTube, and then now past episodes we've talked about, but past episodes are going to go up on YouTube, maybe at some point. At some point, they're not. Let's focus on the audio yeah. first. There's a lot of uh like re-uploading that goes on and now I don't know how as far as like easy it is for you to re-upload the audio episodes on the platforms but it it will take some time like with the YouTube videos my goal by the end of this year is to have all 172 episodes available on Spotify and the rest of the platforms man we're wow we're almost get we're like super close to 200 I we got that Arnold Schwarzenegger move for episode 200 we'll pick a good one this time <laughs> so Thank you so much for Delana Hanto. And thank you, viewers, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we hope you liked it because we love doing this. Uh, have a great holiday and please be safe. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Hanto. And we'll see you next time. sleep. Every day he has breakfast. That's Stan. Every day he goes to work. Every day he comes home. You're losing your mind, Ed. One day he comes home early. That night he takes a drive. And Diana falls into his life. I have something they want. It's worth a great deal of money. Let's not do anything rash, Ed. This is just too weird for me. I was his mistress. Jeff Goldblum. Why can't I sleep? Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm one of the bad guys. Into the Night. A dangerous romance. Into the Night. The new film from John Landis.